Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And I'm Dale. And this week's game is not a game, it's another episode of Cartridge Command Off-Duty. That's right, here we are in Cart Command Off-Duty, and as always, we have... Our third commando with us this uh, evening, afternoon. Who knows when you're listening to this? It's Dale. <laughs> hey, hey. Thanks for having me, fellas. Uh, we still have not figured out a great intro for this show, so uh, bear with us. Eventually, it'll be smooth as butter or silk. You pick. Or silk and butter. Silky butter. Butter Perhaps. or silk. Babies. Yeah, anyways. But let's get into our first segment, ketchup. I don't remember what we called it last time, so this is Growing Saints, folks. We're going to get it all together. <laughs> But basically, this is where we talk about what's going on in our exciting lives. Ooh. But we do have some fun news because, Nick, you've returned to, returned to the, the city of origin. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm back in town with uh, with you and, and with Abby, you know, so it's, it's nice. Uh, it was a, a weird time. It's my tail end of my stay in the fine city of Columbus. Yeah. So as you heard uh, or are going to hear, we got to play some games together. That was pretty cool. That's right. And uh, I think we'll talk about that more in a little bit. But um, what else has been going on in your world? Oh, uh, not much. You know, new job. I'm I'm currently living uh, with a friend of the show, Bill, and uh, it's it's pretty rad. Um, not not much else going on there. Sorry to say. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Dale, what's going on in your end of the world? Uh, just busy, busy. Uh, work has had me traveling a bunch. I've been flying back and forth from Mississippi, where I live now, to Massachusetts to do some some manual labor. So Air oh. Force is getting their money out of me. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. And I have been working on this house I've been renovating for the past year. Keeps rolling on. The walls are painted. Working on trim. I've been tiling uh, the kitchen right now, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, as far as uh, my other interests and hobbies, the, my robotics team went to state. We ranked 12th in uh, points at the state competition, so that was pretty exciting. Wow. Very yeah. cool. Good year all around as we finish up my son's senior year. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so we're getting into all that fun stuff here at the end of the year. And um, yeah, it's going to be a, a wild ride, and it's going to be crazy having my little man <laughs> not at home. My, my gaming buddy is going to be gone. Not so little anymore, huh? No, no. And, uh, you know, my daughter, I'm trying to force her into playing more games with me but we'll see how that goes <laughs> you got to make a lot of time outside of the uh two to three hour group uh voice phone call with all your friends it's hard <laughs> but so is uh you know preteen girl life i can only imagine <laughs> so eric does your son have plans for college or uh, uh yeah he going right to now, the military <laughs> he is not no uh he is uh well he's planning on being a pre-med at uh the university of cincinnati oh okay so Big moves yeah i mean they gave him some money we'll see how much more rolls in that's really the key <laughs> factor there so it's awesome that's his number one choice so you know hopefully it all works out all right guys now a little more pertinent to our friends and fans let's talk about what we've been playing and for a change i actually have some something to talk about oh yeah okay well what's up uh, well, recently I did uh, pick up the uh, 2018 God of War. <laughs> oh, sure. Ooh, and burned game. through that when I was sick and for about three days. Fantastic. I loved that game. Actually, I had a lot of fun with that one. 
Now, did you play any of the older uh, God of War games, the PlayStation 2, 3 era? I did indeed, Eric. I'm not a huge God of War fan, though. I played the first one, beat it, enjoyed it. I played the second one, never beat it, and I stopped there. Okay. Yeah, I never played any of them, so. Really? Well, especially back then, they kind of had that, like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s attitude, you know? It's like, (laughs) he's so bad, and you can have a minigame where you're with ladies. And I was like, eh, that doesn't (laughs) seem that cool. (laughs) But I heard this game was good, uh, and the price was $5, and I was like, all right. And, you know, I thought it was pretty fun. It's um, pretty linear, you know. There's not a lot you can do off the beaten path. Yeah. And it's a nice short game, so it was was cool. I'll I'll play the sequel, that Ragnarok, at some point. Yeah, I got uh, the the first one with low expectations, the 2018 one, and I ended up playing it in one sitting and beating it, so I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, like you like you said, you can really burn through that one pretty quick. I was pretty sick for a couple of days, and that was like all I did. So, uh, and then also, uh, we've gotten the Metroid Prime remastered. Oh, so uh, anyone else you playing that, Dale? Yes, I am indeed. I, I purchased it. I played the first maybe hour and a half of it, and I haven't touched it since because I have a, another TDY coming up where I'm going to be spending a month in Massachusetts in a hotel with nothing to do. So I'm planning on a hundred percenting that game. So yeah. Oh. Uh, nice. Yeah, my son actually picked it up. He's a he's a bigger Metroid fan than I am. And uh, I, I was at first trying to let him get further than me. And then <laughs> since he has a social life, I've given up on that. Now I'm just going to beat it before him. <laughs> Nick, if you've never played, it's a great, great game. Really good stuff. 10 out of I, 10. I never played the. I know. Um, you li- you lived with me. No. When the first one came out, I owned I, it. I, yeah, I remember you playing it a lot and I remember watching it and it, would, it would looked cool. It was fun to watch. Um I just, I, I don't know. I never really got too into I mean, I'm not like opposed to it or anything, although in my mind now, I'm like, I can't imagine playing a first person shooter with that weird, the GameCube controller. Like, yeah. Well, now the new one, weird. <laughs> and the remaster, they've given you normal controls. You got the twin yes. sticks, which right. makes okay. it real easy. Like, my favorite feature personally is the updated yeah. controls. Yeah. And the graphics, it does look really good on the, on the yeah. Switch. You know, a lot of people talk about Ocarina of Time uh, being kind of the gold standard of coming out of 2D uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo franchises and, and jumping into that 3D realm. I think mm-hmm. Metroid Prime is as good, if not even better. It's, it's well, a great game. I hear you. My hot take is uh, Ocarina of Time, not, 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 not that great of a game to go back to. It's a little it's too <laughs> slow for me. I can't deal with it. <laughs> it's enough. too slow. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed it when it was out. And uh, but when I've tried to go back, I'm always just like an hour or two. And I'm like, oh. I'm bored. I, I, yeah, I played it a bit back in the day. I've never been. It's one of the few Zelda games I ever started and was just like, eh, and let it go because I, I didn't I mean, get that most, far in it, though, to be honest. Like most of those in 64 era open world kind of games, there's just nothing in the world. It's just not populated with <laughs> anything to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why with Majora's Mask, they made it a lot smaller, you know, and people complained that it wasn't as open as, uh, ocarina but i think they rightly rightfully figured out that you know you just can't have those big vast areas that they just don't work on that system so Mm. that's why everything was shrunk down to just that one town basically in uh, majora there right arguably has more replayability too so they nailed it in that front yeah yeah what about you uh nick what have you been playing here oh well uh i recently played through um fantasy star 3 on the sega genesis because because you only play old games. I well, <laughs> well more, more or less. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's not true. We'll talk. Uh, you did play a new game. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I did beat it. It's a it's an interesting game because it has a you know, its subtitle is Generations of Doom. 
it's uh it's kind of the odd one out of the series and it's very weird but i've always had a special nostalgia and kind of fondness for it because it's got some some neat ideas that aren't the best executed maybe i don't know but it it has a uh, f- family kind of system where at the you know you ha- it's basically set across these three generations where you start as the main character and then depending on who you choose as your wife you have a different child and then th- they do have the same choice until you get down to the grandchildren at mm-hmm. the end and and they all have different endings and stuff and I hadn't I I thought I hadn't beat it but uh before but when I was playing through and I was like I'm going to be weird and take this one choices that I I don't remember ever doing and. By the time I got to the end, I was like, no, I, I think I did do this I, I, the last time I played, and I just totally forgot it because it was all where I was like, no, I remember this characters and this now and blah, blah, blah. And, but it's a, it's kind of a rough game because it's very backtracky. Mm. They all I take love place. the concept, though. Yeah, well, it's like it all takes place on the same maps, essentially. Right. So they don't change it all during the different generations? No, and, and you frequently have... Uh, you know, you're going through these like tunnels and dungeons. It's just the same ones over and over and over, you know, with different characters. Sometimes the enemies are harder, but it just gets kind of monotonous in that way. Right. So, yeah, but that's uh, that was the last. Yeah, that's the last uh, RPG. At least I haven't really played a whole lot else. So you I'm did not, play. Uh, I'm not familiar with that game, but um, is there do they afford you any opportunity to, to kind of customize how your family tree to certain like build certain stats or you know who you no not really it's it's just like you it just it changes your starting character and i mean some of the characters like there is an interesting thing where it's like when you play through and go to certain spots with with other characters you know later like you're in this dungeon but now it is kind of different or or it doesn't mean certain things to the same people you know like events have already been triggered so this guy's no longer there gotcha or or certain things and so you do get to kind of see this story play out from different angles in a way because they all have not all the same villains but it's all kind of related in a weird way and depending on who you pick different things happen that influence the the ending and the outcome so that is cool but it's just like there's a there's a lot of uh, other stuff that's not so fun or cool you know (laughs) (laughs) now i was also trying to get you out of you the the fact that you did play a newer game a retro inspired game because i was there with you and played it with you that's true yes uh we played uh the Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, you, me, and Bill. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I kind of jumped in a game that you guys had started, I think. We weren't that far into it. No, yeah, so I did miss out on a couple levels, I guess, but it it was a a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed it. Have you played that one, Dale? I have not. It's on my list. It's good. It's definitely like a multiplayer kind of fun game. It's pretty simple. You know, controls in line with, like, the second arcade game. Okay. Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. But, um, you know, it's just... Super fun, great graphics, just breezy. I yeah, don't yeah. up to difficulty, but whatever difficulty we were playing on was trivial. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And I was even, you know, I was lower level or whatever at the t- you know, because there is a kind of very Level light system. RPG. Yeah, very. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, every time you level up, you get a new move. Mm, okay. So not not too crazy. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. I recommend it. So, Dale, what have you been playing here lately? So I just recently downloaded the Dead Space remake. I don't know if you gentlemen are familiar with that game or that franchise. I am familiar with it, but have not played it. I've always been a fan of the looks of it. I love that that main character's uh, armor. 
yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Resident Evil series. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is probably my second favorite game in the series, and Dead Space is sort of kind of a spiritual successor in a way, like heavily inspired, we'll say that. Really? Um, okay. Because yeah. I, the, Resident Evil 4 is the only Resident Evil I like, so. Really? The only one? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, you know, those first two, especially growing up at that time when they came out, I just could not get into the controls and the weirdness of the <laughs> yeah. camera system. Friend of the show, uh, Bill, loves them he it's like his one of his favorite yeah. of yeah, all time yeah. so yeah i've seen them both played all the way through uh <laughs> being around him that so. is the, the the number one thing i hear with people that don't like resident evil it's like the haunted house surveillance camera you know controls and, and the way that it looks um and controls so uh, i i've heard the remakes get over that since they totally revamped the control schemes and whatnot yes so the resident evil 2 remake is i think the greatest remake of all time of i hear it's time. really good it's fantastic. Love that game. Uh, one of my favorite games that's come out in recent memory. Um, and so, then while we're on the topic, Resident Evil 4 remake just came out uh, just the other day. Yeah, but is that only on PS5 and Xbox, the newest Xbox? It, Xbox? it is on the Xbox. last Xbox. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I might have to get into that then because I really do. I love that game. Um, I, I remember. So personally, Resident Evil 4, Bill loaned it to me, of course, because he's like, you really got to play this one. <laughs> and it was right after uh, my son was born. So, you know, Jay, uh, Jay and I were very poor and uh, had no cable. We had nothing going on in our lives. <laughs> we didn't go anywhere. So uh, lots of hours were spent with her watching me play that game. And uh, like the four hours of everyone loves Raymond in the evenings on whatever, <laughs> you know, channel we could get in. uh that was like that's like two of my strongest memories of uh, baby holding, you know, holding him <laughs> and trading off uh, Resident Evil four. Heck yeah. Well, the new one just came out and it's uh, very, very high on my list to pick up. However, I have not been able to get it because I am studying for the next rank and that's all I've been doing this weekend. And if I have that game, there's no way I'm studying. <laughs> so, you, but, but what do you think about this new uh, the Dead Space remake? How's that? Personally, I'm a little disappointed. I, I'm actually a big Dead Space fan. I loved mm -hmm. the first game. It was probably my favorite game of 2010, 2009. It came out around there. Mm -hmm. um, big fan. They came out with this one, had very high praise. It was most publications reviewed it at a nine or higher. So it's supposed to be yeah, really yeah. good. And as I'm playing through it, I'm like, this is mostly the same game with a couple small things added that just weren't enough to warrant 60 bucks for me. But that's mm -hmm. just me. Yeah. All right. Here, here. I guess that's what we've all been playing. <laughs> <laughs> now's the part of the show where we talk about some retro gaming news and uh well i uh, you know we kind of threw this together at the last minute i don't have a lot of things to talk about but i do want to bring up uh nintendo switch online uh since we've last you know been together they have updated and we now have game boy games game boy advance games if you want to pay in a little more and n64 games oh that's good stuff man fantastic yeah uh but Again, the problem is they keep putting out like the weirdest games. <laughs> so this month, if you're really excited, you can play Side Pocket, the pool game for Super Nintendo. Ooh, okay. No one cares Ooh. about that. Uh, <laughs> Burger Time Deluxe for Game Boy. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Did any of you guys ever get into Burger Time on any level? Kind. I, it was okay. This is, is similar to a... Uh, uh discussion i had with you know uh friend of the show bill uh and where we were um we were talking about paperboy and how it was like i always remembered it as this 
arcade game that was like it's one of the best everyone loves it and it's awesome but i was never good never really liked it and burger time was also in that rank although i wasn't okay, yeah, as yeah. bad at it you know i for some reason really respected this uh, arcade uh, game and I, I would barely play it but the reason everyone has such fond memories of the paperboy arcade game is because it had bike handles yeah yeah it wasn't a joystick so like as a kid you're like oh it's, a, it's like a riding a bike i can do this yeah yeah and then you start playing it, and it's at that weird third-person perspective yes. <laughs> that makes it not fun. It's angled. I don't know. Isometric, uh, yeah. Yeah, which, don't get me wrong, I like an isometric game, but something about the Paperboy controls, not cool. Well, and I, the funny part is, is I'm pretty sure the only reason it exists is because uh, they had too many leftover Star Wars arcade cabinets. Oh, so, and they used them for the... Yeah, so the the... The handlebars are is the same control scheme as the yoke that weird yoke yeah. from the Star Wars arcade game. Okay, wow, which is why it doesn't it feels weird. So yeah, is I also suspect too that at least Burger Time because you know like I do remember seeing it ma- mainly at like Showbiz Pizza or and I I always like thought I was like Burger Time looks so cool. It's one of those games that looks fun. Yeah, it's it's harder and than I and I love burgers. Be. And, you know, yeah, you know I do. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know, it, it, I, it's something about the gameplay in it is not very satisfying. Well, and there was always something else that I was more interested in playing that was maybe newer or not, you know, like Moon Patrol or certain other anything. That <laughs> I like was, how that's the newer game. Like well, Moon Patrol, not, that new I, game. <laughs> that is not newer necessarily than Burger Time, but I don't know. There will be more, I don't know, something set like Black Tiger, something with fantasy or more combat or something badass as opposed A to... sword burger assembly um you yeah. know so yes swords always well always swords. you know it was that point in arcades where once games started making the switch to like a scrolling game or multiple yeah. screens like the single screen game just always felt a little less than i mean yeah it's, i only have so many quarters what am i going to spend it on you know yeah for me it was like you know i loved kangaroo i loved cuber i loved donkey kong 3 for some reason <laughs> But once Rolling Thunder came out, I was like, oh, my God, what is this? You know, I was like this, this everything else just looked like trash compared to that. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, it took me so many years to figure out what game Rolling Thunder was. I remember, man. It was when I did find out it was amazing. We'll have uh, to bust it out on a, on a future episode. For sure. And to round out the this month's Switch Online feature, we have the actual good games, uh, Xevious for nintendo okay Heck yeah. which you know uh thanks to jeremy Parrish, uh i really started to figure out that zvs is a very fundamental game to the japanese developers yeah and i i think it's a game that you know like we were just saying it kind of aged well it was earlier than i ever realized as a because i remember seeing it and being like oh that's one of the really cool good ones you know action games yeah i don't remember playing it that much though as a kid I played it somewhat. I was I always really liked it, but it was it wasn't like a go to. I again, I, I specifically remember it being at a skate, uh, <laughs> a skating rink in their mm-hmm. arcade, literally next to Black Tiger. So I always chose oh, yeah. that, or you know, they I watched both of their attract modes many times instead of trying to skate like other kids. But that's what you do. <laughs> I split my time usually between the two. Right on. Uh, it's actually kind of funny that. I never would have expected that uh, I just spent as much time as an adult in roller rinks that as I do. Oh, yeah. Uh, Still kicking out there. 
well, there's one here not too far away from where I live. And my children's grade school would always have at least one event there during the year. Okay. And then because of that, the kids like it. And, you know, therefore, the, her friends, hit their friends, both of my kids have had parties at that skate rink. Cool. So and as a child of the 80s, I, I can roller skate pretty good. I'm OK. I guess I don't fall down, but <laughs> I, I mostly uh, like for me, the roller rink was more related to Cub Scouts. One of the few belt loops I was able to quickly earn was the roller skating one because all you had to do was just go there. But <laughs> well, I quickly burned through the, I don't know, $5 if I'm lucky of quarters, you know, <laughs> that I had. I never had the cones to spend my money that, that I was given for skate rental to just be like, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm just going to go use it for the arcade. Yeah. Now I had to get out there and skate until, you know, couples skate. Ooh, I, 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 barely skated though so for me i'm like man if i was just going to stand there and look at arcade games i should have just just admitted it to yourself and been like get that extra five bucks i don't even know what the prices were but i now you know i know you haven't really skated much because i do remember uh when we were like 19 18 remembering watching you try to learn to rollerblade yeah it did not go well no it was pretty funny (laughs) what's your skating status dale uh can't do it real bad would fall would break a wrist probably oh right. so i guess cartridge command skate off not gonna happen <laughs> eric what's the uh arcade scene like at the the roller rink in 2023 not good not really? good at all uh, it's always like a ticket game gotcha there's a a bowling alley near me called the big play that also has an arcade um and most of the games now are just these kind of um it's like a multi arcade where it's just it's got every game you just scroll through. You huh. know, it's it's got a Raspberry Pi or whatever it is, oh. and then you just pick what you want to play. Yeah, no, I find in most of these places now are just like, um, you know, it's like Flappy Bird, but it gives you tickets or um, mm. whatever the Frogger clone Crossy Crossy Roads. Exactly. Yeah. Which actually I'm good at because you know, Frogger. But either way, <laughs> you know, it's all they're They're just like uh, at least ticket games have now become more skill based and they're not just like, well, video game skill based, not like physical skill based like they used to be. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's a um, shout out to Hinkle Family Fun Center back in Albuquerque. Uh, there and at the round one here, there's a Ghostbusters uh that's right, folks. I'm going to talk about Ghostbusters. For oh, now. here we go. Uh, there's a Ghostbusters arcade game that's a ticket game where you shoot ghosts and for some reason, ping pong balls. It shoots them at the screen. It's weird. I don't know. I I can I'm I can channel my love of Ghostbusters into it. That I can get the bonus every time I play. So uh, it's great because I can get a ton of tickets from it. Nice. Yeah. If you get enough points, you basically the bonus around is you get to fight the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. So. Oh, wow. Okay. It's pretty exciting. Uh, and then finally, we have the last game uh, available, uh, Kirby's Dreamland 2 for Game Boy. Oh, okay. We've covered that, right? Yeah, that's got yeah. all the, the, the little the little pals in it. Yeah, the animals. Yeah, good game. And my daughter just picked up the newest remake. It's like a remake of the Wii, one of the Wii ones. Oh, yeah. Apparently it's the only Wii one we didn't have. So oh. I, I find it amazing that there's any Kirby game we don't own at this house at this point, because gosh yeah we have a ton of them but man there are a lot of kirby games yeah they like never let up like (laughs) they always felt kind of hit and miss to me i'm not a huge kirby fan to be honest with you my kids love kirby and this is how i know i'm old because these newer kirby games like i go to play it or look at it and i'm just like what is happening there's like a thousand things there's like you know they're both playing so there's two of them but they both have like 
like a sidekick and a pet and like things are exploding and I'm just like, I'm too old to understand. <laughs> I, <laughs> too many um, flashing lights. I did play this is something maybe I should have mentioned earlier, but I played a few rounds or tried to with a friend of the show, Bill, of Enter the Gungeon. Mm, and I was I have that one quickly overwhelmed by my inability to a i was like oh christ i gotta learn to use trigger buttons because i don't really play any of the games that do uh, you know <laughs> gotta learn to use trigger buttons i gotta learn to use those on a dual stick thing while simultaneously not being like wow i really love these graphics they look great and trying to mentally filter out like the background from the characters or what's actually there's so many you know there's a lot going on in the screen and it was just like overwhelming so uh it didn't go well for me, but I quickly, I was like, I'm just going to watch you play for a little while. So, and then maybe I can, you know, cause I started to figure out, I'm like, okay, I can see now the, the bad guys are bullets and blah, blah, blah. And no, that's a great game. Um, things. Yeah. No, I, I remembered you telling me, uh, recommending it way back in the day when it first came out. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll so. tell you the next game you need to play that bill. I know bill owns cause I tricked him into buying it is uh vampire survivors. Oh yeah. I remember you talking about it. What, what is, uh, it's, it's basically they've invented their own genre that they call it's I've heard it called bullet heaven. Oh, okay. So the short version is the sprites are all basically like uh, ripoffs of Castlevania sprites. Mm-hmm. But the way the game works is you are a character that is always attacking. You only move okay. and the enemies are swarming onto you. And then as you level up or fought, you get new items and new weapons. And that adds to your, you know, although crate like at first you may have just have a whip and then you can upgrade. You have like two whips and then three whips and then four whips and you can add daggers and then explosions and then boomerangs. And then by the end of the game, each game takes 30 minutes. And by the end of it, you know, sometimes you can't even see yourself because there's just so much stuff shooting out of you. <laughs> right, right. So and it's like you're just moving around trying to collect the experience and kill all the things. Oh, sounds cool. It's a very Zen kind of. It's, it's a great game. You can just lose yourself in it. Cool. I'm looking at it now. It looks pretty cool. And it's like going on there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, you don't actually have to do any of the math yourself. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's super cool. Numbers. Yeah. And uh, I think it's five bucks. So it's a no brainer. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. It's great on a computer or uh, Xbox or Steam Deck, mm. which Dale, do you have a Steam Deck? Negative. I do not. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I got one actually pretty early on. Um, and Everyone I know who has one loves it, and they tell me to get one. <laughs> yeah, I thought say you traveling all the time would be would be perfect for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was funny because I took it um, to school as I I had to watch uh, the kids. Uh, the, one of the other coaches couldn't be there, so I had to watch the JV team for a while. And I was playing it, and they're like, "Oh, what games do you have on there?" And I really disappointed them all by being like, uh, "Nothing new. It's only I only use it for retro <laughs> gaming." <laughs> It is an amazing emulator and the screen's awesome and, you know, great controls. But uh, sadly, I think uh, I, I, I played Vampire Survivors on it once or twice, but I almost exclusively played cartridge command games on it. So nice. But I mean, for that, it is phenomenal. While I'm we're on sure. the topic sort of on uh, consoles, do you guys play VR games at all? Um, I do. I have uh, I've, I've been a big VR enthusiast. Uh, I had the Quest one. I have the Quest two. Uh, so I do right. play them I, not as much as I want to right now, just cause I'm working on the house so much copy. I have the, uh, the quest too, and, uh, I'm enjoying it quite a bit, but I was going to ask if you're familiar with something called quest Z doom. No, is it a doom mod for quest? So it's a mod that was originally made, uh, to run doom in VR. So you can play the original okay. doom 3d VR. Um, but it's been expanded to add multiple games. 
and uh, I was watching a playthrough of Legend of Zelda in VR. And I oh, I saw that. Thinking to Nick, like this is just <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> playing yeah. this as a kid? Like you are Link in Zelda. Yeah, I never could. I did play uh, the Half Life Two uh, conversion. Really? Okay, it's pretty good. I'm sure for, yeah. for Quest. Uh, no, I I love it. I wish I had more time. Uh, part of you know my new house excitement is to finally get in there and have some a good dedicated space for it. Yeah, I'm actually uh, looking into picking up a PSVR two whenever I can. That seems pretty awesome. I don't have the newest PlayStation. Uh, I heard a leak that Spider-Man will be out in September. So it looks like I will be buying one sometime around then. Oh, fantastic. Uh, no, I um, have you played. Have you hooked your quest up to a PC at all? Have you played any of that stuff? I have not. I have not tinkered with it. It's uh, it's in the plans, my friend, but haven't done it. Oh, uh, well, uh, when and if you do, let me know, because uh, definitely play some uh, uh, Star Wars. Uh, I just blanked out the. The flight game. Mm, okay. X-Wing? No, that's that the, the old one. That yeah. also it's came t- out TIE on, Fighter. <laughs> did that come out on PSVR 1 as well? Is that like a 2017 sort of era game? Because I may have played that. Uh, no. Um, Squadrons. That's what it is. Star Wars Squadrons. Okay. Um, it is amazing. It's so good that I bought a uh, HOTAS uh, flight stick and <laughs> throttle for it. Because I was like, man, this just feels so good to be in an X-Wing. Well, I don't know if you've heard, but they're uh, supposed to be talking about the Quest 3 here shortly, which is rumored to be coming out towards the end of the year. Yeah, I hope not, because I haven't got enough use out of my Quest 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to be left behind. I got to buy a PlayStation, whatever that is, 5. Yeah, they are in stores now, from what I hear. Yeah, not any cheaper, though. That's the that's the downside. Nick, what's the newest console you own? Oh, I got oh, a You Switch. own a Switch. That's yeah. right. You own a Switch, I, which I, sadly is like we're hitting seven years on that thing. Yeah, I mean, I only had it. I've only had it for two years, but it's uh, honestly the only thing I really played on it is Breath of the Wild. Um, <laughs> well, I'm excited. We got two months and Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, Mama, yeah, too, coming out. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I, I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, I don't know. It's just something that I always forget about, like because I just didn't really like at my one of the. Uh, over the past year, like one of my TVs died. So that was the TV like that I was using for the switch in our previous apartment. And so I have to get a new one or get that one fixed. Like I have this other smaller one, but at the old apartment, there's, it was just a weird setup that I, I couldn't make work to play games on. Cause it's not big enough. To, it wasn't big enough to have in the, the living room. The walls were too far. You know what I mean? So it's I, weird. I just, it's, it's a shame that there's, you can only play the switch on a TV. I refuse to use that little monstrosity. It is meant to be on a big TV. <laughs> no, it's that's the whole point is that it can be not on a TV. I, hey, it look, be in your hands. I, I'm not gonna yuck anybody's yum, but it's not. Uh, I'm just, I'm just not a, a portable gamer guy most of the time. I just, I prefer to have a, a dedicated spot where I'm sitting for a total immersion. Mm. My yum is yuck, buddy. An eight bit game. <laughs> I've really embraced uh, the dual screen. I like having something on the TV that I don't have to pay as much attention to while I'm playing something else. Yeah. No, I when when someone I live with has something on the TV that I'm not as into. So sure. Yeah, no, it's I I I don't mean to really sound like a hater. I'm just kind of cheesing it up because it's something foolish that I know one day I'll be like, oh, you know what? This really isn't that bad. I could have been doing this for years, but (laughs) I love it because when I play retro Final Fantasy games on it, I'll, uh, I'll I'll take it off the dock and watch TV. And in the background, I'm just holding the stick, running around, just tapping the A button yeah. to attack and just grinding, mm-hmm. grinding, grinding. Then when I'm ready to play again, I pop it back in the dock and go fight That's, a boss. 
I'm with you 100%. Playing any old kind of RPG where you have to grind, going into handheld mode on anything makes life a thousand times easier. I can see that for sure, man. And that's been the Retro News (laughs) segment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. It's our mail call segment. And well, we don't really have a lot of mail to cover right now. Most of the recent mails have just been, hey, you should do this game or... um, that kind of thing. So please send us some mail, something to talk about. Ask us some questions. We'd love to answer them for you guys. I did want to just bring up um, one piece of mail I got, and it's not because it's important to bring up on the show because uh, it is also a request, but um, mm-hmm. it is a request to have a, uh, a musical quiz uh segment or perhaps whole episode. If, if Dale's feeling real frisky, <laughs> but I'm I did want to bring it up. Uh, that's a lie, only partially. <laughs> because uh, it was sent to us by uh, one of our older, oldest fans and friends of the show. So just a shout out there. Now, uh, a friend of the show has changed his name on his Twitter profile, but I'm pretty, if I if memory serves me right, it's Chad. Chad, if that's not your name or you're not Chad, hit me up and I will apologize and, and reference you by your correct name because you've been one of our longest and oldest supporters. And it's, you know, it's your smiling face that I can always recognize. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just bad with names. Here we are in our final segment, the bonus level. All right, listeners and friends, it's time to pit our hosts, Nick and Eric, against each other in a test of wits we call the bonus level. Nick and Eric will go toe-to-toe for five rounds of trivia with a tiebreaker round in the event these two warriors match swords and match scores. Who will reign victorious and take home the coveted cartridge cup? Let's (laughs) game on and find out. Remember, fellas, true warriors are forged in the fires of honorable battle. Battle winners don't cheat. So no Googling. No Googling. Oh, hands are up. All right. So are we just going to, how do we chime in? So uh, you guys will just say your name. Whoever says the name first uh, will get to go first. That is the buzzer. Okay. All right. So today's quiz is going to be cartridge command history. It's going to be a multiple (laughs) choice quiz. Uh, there's going to be three choices per question i will read all three and as soon as i'm done with the last one you are actually you know what as soon as you think you hear the right answer say your name and you will give me your guess (laughs) okay all right all right hold on (sighs) don't assault me i want to win this my cat is trying she's working for eric to distract me during this quiz i need all the help i can get i I can tell Now, if I remember correctly in the last game, you guys were tied the entire time until Eric won the tiebreaker at the very end. I was. I don't remember slow. that, but I like the sound of it. <laughs> All right, fantastic. I remember. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> okay, Cartridge Command history. For years, you fellas have been holding down the turbo button, cranking out episodes for the world to enjoy week after week, month after month, covering roughly 250 plus games. Slow clap. How well do you remember your very own level by level? This trivia will focus on Cartridge Command series firsts. Series first is the key. Okay, question one. Sweating here. It would be a little too easy to go right to episode one. Instead, we're looking at the first ever Cartridge Command Halloween episode. This episode was released on October 26th, 2016 as the third ever Cartridge Command episode. Was it? Castlevania. Uh, Nick, it's Friday. 
It's Friday the 13th. It's fr- I knew it was Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th is that was correct. a fraught episode, too. <laughs> It's one I'd like to revisit because that was some of the the computer was going haywire that night. It was (laughs) a tough record. I actually liked that game too. (laughs) Yeah, no, me too. It really caught me off guard. There's a lot of those early episodes that we like the game so much that I I feel like we deserve we 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 deserve a chance to redo the episode because (laughs) at this point I think we we know how to run the show a little better. So. Don't be surprised if some of those first few episodes disappear and we start (laughs) covering them again in the main feed. Very cool. All right, gents. Question number two. The Card Command boys found themselves with their first mountain of content to cover. Too big for one episode for the first time. The first two-part episode to appear on the podcast was episode 25 and released on March 29th, 2017. What mammoth beast did you guys cover in this first ever two-part episode? Was it The Legend of Zelda? Eric, it was Legend of Zelda. It was indeed. I thought it was. I I was pretty sure it was. (laughs) All right, you guys are quick. And uh, you guys fairly recently covered the uh, the Master Quest for that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, check it out, fans. It's all there. Good stuff. It was. I've really enjoyed it. I think that's going to be my my go to way to play uh, Zelda for a while. I've never actually played it. I need to listen to the episode and fire it up. All right. Question number three. Movie episodes throughout the show were treated to the occasional movie episode where Nick, Eric, and occasionally Abby discussed the classic but not so classic movies of the eight and sixteen bit era. What was the first video game movie that Cart Command covered? Was it? The Wizard from 1989, Double Dragon from 1994, or Street Fighter the Movie 1994. Eric, Double Dragon? Eh, incorrect. Oh, damn, darn. Uh, well, I have to guess, Nick. Um, I think it was The Wizard. You are both incorrect, gentlemen. Uh, it was, in fact, <laughs> Street Fighter the Movie. This was wow. episode 65. You guys released it January 2018. All oh, right. Humiliating. All right, no points awarded for round three. Okay, okay, wasn't too easy. I'm satisfied. <laughs> I do, I do remember the fact that my daughter actually really enjoyed the Double Dragon movie. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. I actually, wrote down some notes. Uh, Nick, you remarked that the opening of the film is not so classic. Nick and Abby <laughs> both say yes, you should watch this movie. Eric agrees and says that it's good fun, the good kind of bad. It, it, it's, it's such a weird post-apocalyptic. I don't know romp. Abby also had mentioned the uh, um, the kind of the significance and the zeitgeist of the time of that movie, which I agreed with. I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, oh sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I remember the movie for. Just the nostalgia of there being a video game movie with, you know, names we recognize like Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Round four. Non-gaming episodes. Every now and then, listeners are treated to something a little different. Which one of these episodes first broke the standard game playthrough and review format and gave the listeners a little something different? Was it Review Portion Look Back, the Passwords episode, or the Nintendo Power Awards? Eric, Passwords. Passwords is correct. Damn it. I I wait too long, man. I should just (laughs) guess. There's no penalty for guessing wrong. (laughs) <laughs> Except for not getting the correct answer. Well, I guess, yeah. Passwords was by a mile. That was episode 35 back in 2017. So review Jeez. portion look back is where you guys look back to some of the reviews you gave previous games. That wasn't until episode 114. And then the Nintendo Power Awards, which I greatly enjoyed, was episode 103. Maybe another one of those coming around in the future. There, yeah, there should be. 
All right, so Eric is up two. Nick, you have one. <laughs> we are on question five, which is the final question, unless we have to go to sudden death, which we might just do it anyway for fun. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Why did I write this so cheesy? All right. Holy... <laughs> Let me try that again. Holy commando cameos, Batman. Nick and Eric never fail to sing the praises of friends and supporters of the show, myself included. A frequently mentioned friend of the show and true cartridge commando, Bill, first appeared on an episode to review and defend this game. Was it Castlevania, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or Jaws? Nick, Eric Jaws. Jaws. Oh. <laughs> I believe that was Eric. I, I was about to Bailey. call it even before then. I, no, I, I knew it. I, I was just because uh, I couldn't record that night. So fun fact, this episode was originally supposed to be Mortal Kombat, but uh, Bill was called in when there was an issue with the audio is the note that I have. Ooh. Yeah, we really didn't know what we were doing in the very <laughs> beginning of the show. And uh, oftentimes we would record an entire show without checking things properly and then be like, well, we just wasted uh, an hour. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And you guys uh, both recommended the game, too. You said you should play it. Yeah. I, hey, that's, that's that's one of my guilty pleasures. I love Jaws for NES. It's a short, fun. It's just like a series of mini games, man. I love that game. It's one of those, you know, LGN. You never know what you're going to get. And and sometimes you get something good. Yeah. Tremendous. Also, I love, love Jaws, the movie. All right. Well, Eric, it looks like you have won yet another. But just for funsies, since I wrote it out, we might as well do the sudden death question. Let's do it. That way I can truly humiliate. Okay. The first person to say their name gets the answer first. Uh, Okay. I already read that. You guys know the rules. I don't need to read that. So let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. To celebrate the milestone, what game was covered for the multi-part episode that was released when the podcast reached number 100? Was it Super Mario Brothers 3, Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, or Final Fantasy 1? Nick, Link to the Past. Nick, what uh, was that? Link, to the, link to the past, and he's wrong. Oh, it is not a link to it's, the past. It's Mario Three. It is Mario. Oh. 3. Oh, I thought I would be bad at this one, but obviously we know who loves oh. the show more than Nick. No, Eric, by a landslide. Can't, can't one, believe friend. it. Thank you. Thank I, you. Jim. I'll take this trophy now and put it on my shelf here. Just for the record, that cat was bugging me the whole time. That's why. <laughs> and Thank also, you, my Sonya. controller is broken. Yeah. <laughs> I used cheat codes. That's that's right. Clearly. Codes. It was all codes. <laughs> all right. Well, what a wonderful episode of Cart Command Off-Duty. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Dale, for the wonderful quiz. And thank you, listeners, for checking the show out. Now, if this does take the place of a normal episode, we apologize. We're trying to get back on a normal schedule and should be there very soon. And we appreciate your patience and your support. But, of course, we must always go out of our way to thank those wonderful and fine folks to give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command because it is their support that makes this show actually happen uh you know as you heard from our little uh, not exciting personal catch-up we were just work <laughs> working class people that are just working real jobs all the time and the fact that you know you all give to this show is what makes it happen you pay for our hosting fees you pay for any equipment we need and we really do appreciate it so if you don't give do consider giving even a dollar it helps us out that's right. They're awesome people. And if you want to let us know how awesome you are uh, in other ways or or uh, <laughs> sure, we do love hearing about how awesome people. Are. Yeah, well, yes, especially us. So you can do that in many ways, one of which is letting us know at cartridge command at gmail dot com. I'm not even going to tell you the other places because, you know, you know, them. we hear them. 
we don't check them very often, but if you do hit us, it does notify us that we have a message and we will check. Yeah. But thank you all so very much for all your support. Yes. Thank you for joining us again, Dale. Thank you so much for having me once again. Always. And as always, Cartridge Commandos. Game on. Game on! Game on. Whoa. All right, guys. Peace out, y'all.